0: There we go, say something.
1: Hello. Alright, I hear you. You scored you- Yopi. You scored Yopi. Yes.
0: Are you recording my my face as well?
1: No, just see your audio. Turn off the audio, Nice.
0: Alright,
1: I'm here. Alright. Hello, you scored Yopi.
0: Are you recording?
1: I'm recording. Oh, okay.
0: alright, alright. What's good, what's good? On the Grass podcast.
1: Here with YoIP TV. Yes sir. He's code YoIP. Name of the episode. Yes, sir.
0: That's the name of the episode.
1: Alright, so one I one question I have to like, what's up with all these people on your Instagram hitting you up? Like slide in my DMs if you want to join the team.
0: Okay, a lot of those I'm convinced are just bot accounts or just little Timmy and Jimmy spamming. Now there are some authentic people that do a comment. I Those are the people that I try to interact with, uh, or they're people from my stream, or people from the viewer zone wars, or people from like TikTok, because I've had people come from TikTok comment on my stream as well. But the ones that look like automated messages, for the most part, those I don't know if those are bots. When you like put a certain hashtag, like hashtag Fortnite or something. Yeah. But man, they're boosting the algorithm. You know that all helps yeah. get get on the explore
1: page. So yeah. Whatever. Uh, there's like five, ten of them on your last post. I saw. I also did the same post. <laughs> I saw. I'm, a oh, I'm a bot, I'm a bot. So, I mean, a little bit of background, um, to the to best of my knowledge, on uh, Yoipi. So, he's a pro gamer. Now, Twitch affiliate streamer. Yeah. Mo- multi- multiple games he streams. Follow him on, follow him on Twitch, Yoipi. Um, he's also a retired Ultimate Player. Two-time national champion. Hashtag, RoyWorlds2017. <laughs>
0: Roy Worlds, I love Roy.
1: Um I love Roy. But YoiP is very interested in physical shit, lifting, the bars. Uh-huh. Calisthenics. Who, who's going to who's going to who's going to what, carry the boat, carry the logs? carry the boats and the logs, baby. He's going to
0: carry the boats and the logs.
1: So I mean, I think recently uh I could say you've been quite interested in David Goggins. Especially in the past oh, months, yeah. you've been quoting him, doing his workouts, shouting him out. Tell me about David Goggins and yourself.
0: So there's a lot of people, you, a lot of people don't like Goggins or a lot of people love him and it's because when people see Goggins, they just look at a one-dimensional point of view. They, he's a lot deeper than that, more so from like a mental aspect, like he even talks about it in his book. I got his audio book, read it twice, mm. we'll listen to it twice. It's very good. But you know, when people see Goggins they just see this like hard ass motherfucker who's like strong as hell and like running these crazy races and people are like, Oh my god, I can't do that. That guy's crazy. But deep down
1: a lot of crazy is, Yeah. He's not actually
0: though. He's, he's a lot like every other person he talks about it. And when people see him they think, you know, like he's just crazy. But he, he has much more deeper values that in what he talks about and what he does. Serves so more of a deeper meaning. So, like in business, in life, uh, mental positivity or mental toughness, just dealing with hard times in life, like people dying in your life, family members, or something, you know, losing your job, or just being disciplined with doing your bed every single
1: day. And that's a lot of values that Goggins brings. And just working and out with one him. part of it. You vibe with his values.
0: I do, yes. It's.
1: Is the main thing that
0: I've gotten at the end of the day? Because there's a lot to talk about there,
1: but yeah, talk, you man. That's it. what that's what I got you on for. <laughs> talk about it. Like, we'll be here tell me, how's that? What does that mean to you? How do you relate to it? The
0: the main thing is to keep fighting every day. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing I've gotten from it, and you got to Keep fighting every day and being honest with yourselves. Those are the two things, the two main takeaways I've gotten from him. So last year, I like stopped working out. I was still doing a little bit of shit here cause like I'll never ever fully, you know, like become lazy or out of shape. Yeah. But I was definitely not working out how I used to. I was just doing little things here and there to try
1: to stay in shape. And then I realized like, even when I was playing competitive Fortnite, I was getting
0: really mad. I started getting nervous. I started slamming my desk when like shit was hitting the fan. I started caring so much
1: about like, minuscule problems yeah. and it was fucking with me. And then I became like such a
0: pussy towards the end of the year, and I knew about Goggins for like six years now, actually. I, I found him when I was in high school. He was doing those ultra-marathon races, and I was like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? Yeah, right, Anyways, right. I see him, and then he started uploading more to like social media last year, and then he started being like, you know, people are becoming pussies, and like, they're
1: not honest So i So I'm sure you don't mean, like, <laughs> literally, the... Like, I what got soft you... mentally, Okay. Because I was
0: slaying my desk when I got mad in Fortnite. That's a sign of weak mental toughness. Okay, so when you're talking and about, I wasn't working out as much.
1: So you mean you mean weak? You don't mean the sexual reproductive system. You mean weak mentally. That's what you <laughs> yeah, really mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just making sure everybody understands. I was becoming soft. Yeah. Okay.
0: And then that's one thing he talks about is being honest with himself. So I was becoming soft. Mm, so is and, that
1: hashtag Stay Hard then?
0: hashtag stay hard hashtag stay hard it's just you got to be honest with yourself you got to keep fighting every day every day you got to do something that's what i believe in
1: yeah i guess if you're not you're not bettering yourself you're not going anywhere you're just you're just like a flat line and i mean the only other time you flat line is when you're you're dead so you gotta keep going up
0: I just I mean yeah, just the main thing is even if even if you're like still maybe you're not improving every day, but you're still trying to make an effort to do something
1: every day. Is that how you kinda of started gaming maybe? Or you just Wait. enjoyed it? So like at one point did you were you're playing video games and you're like, fuck it, I'm kinda of good. Let's let's see what I can do. And then you there's some pictures of you on the internet of you playing pro gaming. <laughs> I know you uh, yeah, went well, to what I would
0: say fully pro like I made a like at least with Fortnite was the only game I made some decent money and I would say maybe semi pro but
1: mm-hmm. and you flew out uh, to like San Diego Cali or something as a Twitch affiliate yeah, that's, a,
0: that's a whole nother story. <laughs> so for well, okay so here I'll say when I was in grade 9 I went to my first Gears of War LAN event. Okay. We got fourth but we made we made no money in that. So I don't want people thinking that all these tournaments I went to I was making money. It was just like it was almost like a risk, like I was gambling, and like we, you know, for a lot of years I didn't make a single dollar. And then, four years ago, I just shot up the Twitch stream on my Xbox,
1: mm, and mm. there was no there was no affiliate back then. You had to be a Twitch partner, which was really 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 hard to get. I mean, it
0: still is. But so then I, uh, I saved up money through donations, and then finally they introduced the affiliate program like a year later. So people started subbing to me. I saved up money through the stream, bought a, bought a computer, and then competed in some Fortnite tournaments
1: and made some money. Made some money, but you put in all that work. It's not like it just happened overnight. It was years, no. tears, sweat, years. blood, and I mean, you weren't just training through video games. Like You were doing other shit on the side too, going to school.
0: Yeah, I went to school. I was in my final semester of college. Actually, so that TwitchCon story, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I was in college, so like I didn't have a job other than My only revenue was streaming and hopefully trying to make money in Fortnite. And then TwitchCon came up, and it was a... I don't know if you know how all that shit worked, but uh, it was ran terribly for the Fortnite thing. There was a sign-up process, but I was in class, so I missed it. And then I got on the waiting list because one of the guys that works for Epic, I'm friends with him, so he put me and my teammate on the waiting list. And then I remember we were like... Should we go? Should we not go? Should we go? Should we go? Should we not go? And then I remember I told my teammate Prospect, great guy, I love mm-hmm. that guy. I always, I, I keep telling him, I'm like, I want this to be my life. And then I was like, man, fuck, should we get this plane ticket? Because it was a thousand dollar plane ticket for me because we waited so long because we weren't sure, like, you know, we we weren't gonna play. And then he said to me, he's like. He's like, you're the one who said you wanted this to be your life. He's like, I've got a job. I've got my plane ticket ready to go. Like, mm-hmm. if you buy it, I'm going. Like, don't think I'm going to scam you. So I fucking bought the plane ticket, dude. I had, like, no money. That was, like, all the money I had that I saved up. Because I, I remember I bought the computer that year, too, mm-hmm. which was, like, $1,700 plus all this, like, monitor. monitors, the keyboard And all that stuff. Like, it all added up. And then
1: he was like, man, you, we want to go. You got to go. So we
0: go. And then obviously we don't get to play. There was just too yeah. many people. We didn't get to play. But uh you know, the event itself sucked, but the people I met there was really good. It was a good experience. I wouldn't have met uh like some big names that I know now.
1: So it was a good experience. I mean, obviously that sucks that you went all that way hoping to get to play, but I mean it sounds like you had a decent experience. Met some people who knows what the future holds, but you, know, you just keep going, keep grinding.
0: Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was fun. Uh, I mean, the event itself kind of sucked, but everything else was fun. Met uh, what? Met one of my friends, uh, Tall Terry, who I met in Gears nine years ago. Oh he shit! Even picked me up uh, the last oh, day shit. of TwitchCon. I uh, My plane ticket was like 6 a.m. the next day because obviously I booked it assuming we were going to play on Sunday because championship mindset, I, I'm going to assume we're making it to Sunday. Yeah. So I booked my plane ticket for Monday. and then But I had nowhere to stay that night. So Tall Terry came and picked me up at like 7 p.m. The event's over. Finally met this guy after like nine years. met him Gears, great guy. He's got an Instagram. He's got a little dog. He's got a kid now too crazy picked me up he took me around uh some sushi place some ice cream place showed me the golden gate i think it's that what it is over there the golden gate the golden gate Gate bridge
1: yeah i think so yeah so you went to san fran yeah 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 san fran that's where he lives
0: and then i uh then i went up with my buddy Excel's, yeah, they had an Airbnb with like ten of them. Mm-hmm. So so Tall Terry drove me to that Airbnb, wow, like back in like San Jose, and then stayed with us there for like two three hours, like 3 a.m. And then I uh, Excel's got me an Uber to the airport for my flight.
1: It's kind of cool. Great. I mean, you've never yeah. met, what you've have you met like I don't know if you've met Excel, but you're saying Tall Tall Terry, you've never met, but these people are your friends and. Yeah, they're they kind of wrote been, like, wrote out for you. Crazy, they're finally like meeting them. And yeah, they're all, they're always all across the country. was Excel from San Fran.
0: Excel's is it's, it's, oh, I can't remember where he's from, but uh, it's like on the East Coast in America. Tall Terry's from California. bunch of Fortnite guys there who are blowing up now too are in that house.
1: That's cool. I mean, I think one thing for me is. I don't play video games as much because all my friends are on pc all my friends are all my I friends know. are dead uh, like yeah like I'm on the wrong system I'm doing it wrong and i i met a couple people actually that uh, they were dating and we were playing apex and uh we, we played like every other morning and it was a good time and I, it really got me back into like playing video games again but yeah having friends online is well at least for me because I'm not I'm not as good as you, so I'm not trying to produce content. I'm not trying to do something with gaming, so for me, I mean, having friends is definitely my, what brings me to video games, but I also like the competitiveness. It's amazing. Yeah. It's a good feeling. Especially, you can go across the country, and then Tall Terry just drives you places because he's your friend.
0: Yeah, that was very nice of him. I, I, uh, I got to meet two of my best friends that I met in grade 6 because of it. There was a Gears of War MLG tournament in Toronto, so they flew over here, Mental and Solars. I played Gears 2 GBs with them back in grade 6 for like two, three years. And then, uh, yeah, they ended up coming over for a bit after. I was like seeing my two best friends who I've known like for like 10 years. You just can't, you just can't, it doesn't happen anywhere else.
1: No, I'm just going to say, like, you're saying these are your best friends, and you've never met them, they don't no. live, you don't go to school with them. That's no. kind of interesting, that's a talk point. Why, <laughs> why, why are your best friends the ones that aren't actually close to you? Uh,
0: So, like, I would go to school, and then just come home, and then play with them, or stay up late, and we would play, like, game battles. So, like, I was always competitive in the like, gaming scene, even in like grade six. So, you know, we were like all the same age grade six, seven, eight, and just like grinding these GBs to try to be like at the top of the ladder. Mm-hmm. There's like no money other than if we were to try to play in a tournament. But I don't know. And like, we just stuck through together to Gears three and then, you know, kept in touch forever.
1: Interesting. Just, just like
0: my whole life was, you know, my whole like outside of school life was spent with those guys
1: okay so you just spent your whole time i was kind of more or less asking like if there's like, qualities that they had things that they would do that people you know you the schools you went to people that you, i don't know you, your friends but they're not really that close to you Like, i guess it's uh
0: they both understood it and we all kind of had the same goal it was just like Especially at that time, like, everyone hated on gaming. Like, it's a bit more accepted now, especially, like, competitive gaming, especially with, like, the Fortnite World Cup and Booga winning, like, millions last year. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. like, yeah, so, like, seven years ago, eight years ago, nine years ago, when I was in, like, middle school or, like, starting high school, like, no one, everyone hated on gaming. You know, you were a loser if you were trying to play yeah. game. And I guess with those guys, uh, you know, I was... I was, you know, around some very like-minded individuals that understood it, if I had to break that down.
1: No, I think that's a good way to summarize it. You know, you same mindset, you get along, you're all working the same goal, and there's other people out there that might not be Mm -hmm. doing that, might not want you to succeed.
0: I mean, they're both pros now in Gears of War, like some of the best players, like that's their full-time, like salaries Shit.
1: you ever think, what if I just continued yeah can't think about that it's a it's yeah. a shitter mindset it is you gotta move forward move forward. forward last
0: year uh so I, anyways, you know we went to twitch home we couldn't play, but like I said, you know uh it was good to meet people there, and then I'm allowed to talk about it now. There was that event in New York uh like no one knows about it, but it's I'm a lot special
1: content it. It here. <laughs> uh special content over here it is special content dude finally able to be released yeah (laughs) on the grass podcast on the grass
0: podcast well i I showed it on my stream before i I made sure Uh, i got like disclosure and i wasn't breaking the contract or whatever and then uh there was a world cup testing event in new york so that like big world cup event that they had with like buga that won and all that shit Mm -hmm. like i got invited to that with a couple of uh some other guys in fortnite that i know that i'm friends with and so we got to play on that stage, like test it. Uh, played like I think we played like 60 games or something that week. So it was like full week in New York. Oh, damn. do uh,
1: they fly you out LR. there and treat you like a kid? Yeah. Woo! Yeah. That's, that's some fucking positive news right there, man.
0: Yeah, that was probably the highlight so far. That was the first indication that like, especially, this was like three months after Elcon. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, it's like... Like I was so like low key depressed after TwitchCon because like that was like all my money and we couldn't play. Yeah. And then finally, like three months later, three four months later, it's like, you know, I get a DM saying if I'm over eighteen, and I'm like, oh fuck, like I broke some sort of like creator code contract or something. <laughs> <laughs> but it was asking if I wanted to play in
1: that. There's a success. Yeah. There's a like a success story right there. You know, you thought you had it. Yeah. It was in front of you, and you went to TwitchCon. You're like, "This, this is it. This is it. I'm gonna stay till Sunday. We're gonna win it all." But yep. it was an, an L, L-Con. LCon. But the oppor- yeah. this opportunity still come.
0: Yeah, it was really sick, really sick.
1: Yeah, what was mean, the highlight
0: of my life so far is that a New York event.
1: Well, I'm looking forward to all the the future highlights of your life. <laughs> you too, man. You too. <laughs> You've been doing this for a long time, I'd say. One, two years, you've been kind of social media, you're posting, you're on the internet. You got a fucked up sleep schedule, for one. So let's I'm start with... I'm fixing it, I'm fixing that. Yeah, let's, really, I'm fixing it. Okay, so you you understand that, like, sleeping at 7am is kind of fucked?
0: <laughs> Part, yeah, it's, it's not good.
1: Like, when but are you waking up? I'm doing like I'm doing nothing. I'm, uh, well, I, today I woke up at 12, so I got five hours of sleep. Kay. And then I went and ran, Okay. and then
0: I made some, I ed, I'm editing a video, just a Zone Wars, uh, how to build a Zone Wars map tutorial. I'm just trying new things out, but yeah, so anyways, like, last year I tried full-time for the first time ever, because, like, before I was in school, college, and, like, you can't really stream and all that, mm. so I tried to compete, like, last year my main focus was trying to compete in Fortnite, and, like, there was definitely improvements, like, finally, I like I said, I was finally making some money with the game but it wasn't, like, uh, I wasn't, you know, insane, insane amounts. But it was, like, the first time I tried to do full-time. Like, I I wasn't doing anything else. I did some editing on the side. And, you know, it was just, like, full-time competing in Fortnite. Now, this year, halfway through this year, I'm kind of trying to do more content creation and then competing on the side.
1: Okay, so for some new people that are creating content, me, (laughs) other people listening, um... What's the like if you could restart over? What would it be like three things, five things? I don't know how. If you have a list, let's say three things. What could you? What what, what hints? What starters? What, what how could they start
0: for content creation or competing? Content,
1: content creation. creation. Content. Let's do well, content. I
0: would, I would. What I'm doing now, I finally changed it, but I would stream a lot less, like okay. especially on Twitch. It's a waste of time to stream like more than two hours unless you have, you know, I'm convinced unless you have 30, 40, 50 viewers, it's just a waste of time because you're not going to get new viewers because no one's scrolling down there to click on 2015 viewer hype. Yeah, you'll get a couple follows, but you'll never really, you'll just be in this constant circle of just no growth. You'll get a little bit and it won't really, you know, like if your, if your goal, which is mine is to do this like full time and full time, I mean like actually get a paid full time salary for yeah is you need long-term longevity investment, like growth. So I would definitely stream a lot less. You got to get your Instagram, TikTok.
1: TikTok. Gotta
0: you got to get those going. You got to get those going. you It's a like Yopi TV now. Yopi, Yopi TV. TV. Yopi TV. But I would get TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. YouTube is really, it's a hard one to crack, but I think, I think YouTube, the potential for growth, on YouTube is the best out of out of any app right there it is. And in terms of like monetizing or converting people and building like brand loyalty, it's it's all on YouTube. Like you're not gonna get more Twitch streamers streaming on Twitch. You're gonna get more Twitch streamers by uploading to YouTube and yeah. Instagram and TikTok.
1: Sure. Like not everybody has the time of the day to you know, stay up till seven AM watching a stream. <laughs> 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 but on YouTube you post the content and it's there they can watch it once, watch it twice, share with their friends. That's I was thinking that's what I was thinking about kind of about the podcast too. Like I mean, I I tried streaming. I have a, a okay, break, break. Um well, but that's done. I haven't done that in a while. And it was just like I was one viewer hype, two viewer hype. It's so
0: hard. People underestimate how hard streaming is. There's a difference between hitting the go live button and actually streaming.
1: Okay, I mean, I can see, like, I can see you. You got a setup going on. You got the soundproof walls. You got the neon lights, big microphone, headset, gaming chair. Like, you are set up. Yeah, and uh, and it's still hard. That's really like, expensive too. Every day, every night, I actually,
0: you know, I have a couple buddies who are also trying to do this. We try to have like our little team meetings, and or uh, you know, one of my best friends. I've got, I built a little team here or we've built a little team here. Okay. That's another thing I would say is try to build a little team. doesn't have to be anything insane. Someone who shares like the same goals as you, obviously. And that way you can try to kind of grow together. But if I was to start over, I would definitely stream a lot less. That's the big, biggest takeaway.
1: Yeah. Okay. Waste a lot of time. Just It's a
0: waste of time. It's just a waste of time. Unless, yeah. unless like, unless, unless you have like a full-time or part-time job and you come home and you've got a little community from your Instagram or YouTube or whatever, and it's like, hey guys, I'm going to just, like, you're just going to be playing games regularly. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey guys, come by with me for, you know, I'm going to stream from, you know, nine to 12, and then I'm going to bed and wake up from my job. And then, like, if you don't care how many viewers you get or how many subs you get or whatever, then like, yeah, that's fine. You know, you can live your life, obviously. But if you have different goals, you can't sit there and stream three, four, five hours of you just playing the game
1: yeah. for no growth. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I I know you said you gotta go with seven. You're gonna start live.
0: Uh, I I got more time. I'm uh, like I said, dude. I'm streaming a lot less now. I'm doing other things. It's just I'm this week. I'm using as a like a reevaluate week, like the drawing
1: board. Okay. To uh, so I'm gonna try. I'm actually gonna try like a six a.m. stream. Okay. And then and then try
0: to stream later in the evening because one of the big uh, content creators, Cipher PK. He says that was one of the main things that he did and it helped a lot because I have built some sort of a community, so I do get like you know, 20, 30 viewers sometimes consistently doing the viewer games or whatever. So if I can maybe stream during the day, in the morning, try something new and see if it converts to people coming later at night so that way that viewer hype goes up more yeah. so that you can actually grow on Twitch.
1: Shit, you gotta switch it up sometimes. You know, if one thing's you not do. working, or even if it is working, but you, you just, just no switch it up. There's no long term in it. Yeah, that's switch like, it yeah, up. I can see it's working, but I'm, I, I can
0: see that like I can't sit here and do this for a year with like different growth. You know, Albert
1: Einstein. Mm. I actually got a big Albert Einstein poster. You got Al over there. It's Big oh, there Al. Is. There is. Big Al. Look at he says Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting
0: mm-hmm. a different result. And that's exactly what streaming is for when you're low beer hype.
1: Gotta yeah, switch it up. You do. And I mean, I guess you kind of really switched it up. Uh, well, a, a couple times. I mean, you were a pro gamer to Ultimate frizzy Player. And that's you went to school, did that, and then you're just like, yeet. Back to what you love. Yeah, I don't
0: know. It's it's hard because I I just sound like delusional if I say if I say like oh I feel like I'm on the cusp. You know I just sound like one of those like gambling guys. Oh just one more.
1: Just but one you have you, have, you have some stories, big, some success. Like,
0: I've seen all my friends like they're doing it, and like I've done it to a smaller scale. Like you know like I've made money with Fortnite. I've made money with streaming. And
1: mm-hmm. you and got the like, taste. Keep going. And it's
0: like, it's, it's, it's hard to go back to a regular job, too, after
1: uh, yeah. like seeing what this can do. Uh, I think I heard uh, over an interview, actually, Lil Uzi Vert worked at a, a grocery store. And I think he worked there for about two hours, and it was like, alright, I cannot do this. I'm out. That and sucks. he kind of used that to push himself. To like, I am never going back to a grocery store, so I need this music career to happen. He's right.
0: That's another thing with like the whole plan B thing.
1: It's like, well, if this doesn't work, I'm good.
0: It's true. I definitely agree with his uh, mindset there. I like little Uzi.
1: I always hear you playing the Money Longer song.
0: <laughs> that's a classic.
1: It is. I think that's a song that got me on Lil Uzi. Like, back in 2016...
0: Yeah, 2016, I would play it on the way to practice. Bangers. So every time I hear that song, it brings me back to 2016 summer.
1: Yeah.
0: Going to practice.
1: Going to practice. 2016, national champion. I love D2. G D 3 but V1. V1, baby. (laughs) Shout out, Pep. V1 leadership.
0: Shout out, Pep. Mr. Mers.
1: Mr. That so was kind of, that was getting interesting. We went three years. We played on the same frisbee team for three years. We went and, from... And then you left me. Yeah, I was in Kingston. Then you no. left. No, I played in 2017, but... That year, I I broke my ankle. Yeah. So I couldn't travel for GT and then... Roy World Derek
0: said, Derek said, I could be practice roster on GT or I could just go play on Roy and like, get guaranteed pt because i also at the time like they said i was going to be good by like may and then may came and like there was no way in fucking hell i was playing in may like i I couldn't even walk on it still properly Mm. so then derek was like he's like we don't even know when you're going to be fully healed and i'm like yeah you're right it's what amjad said too and so they're like at least if you go on roy you'll be guaranteed a spot and like you kind of like just like see how it feels and then get guaranteed pt I was like, yeah, I'll just do that. And it was worth it. It was so sick.
1: Pretty hype year. I mean, GT came eighth, and Roy made Nats for like, what, the first time? That kind of sounded it was a little more excited. Yeah. GT got of shot the bed, but he use what that it game, That game
0: that we played, I forgot who we played. I don't know what their name, but they had uh, that Marin guy.
1: Was it Too Bad? The put together team? Yeah, too tune? Bad.
0: Too Bad, so sad.
1: Too bad. So sad. That was a good game. Yeah. Game was windy. I mean, fuck. A little bit of wind. It just. It just fucks up the whole game. The disc was just. Not for us. No, we won. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Roy. Roy was prepared.
0: Man, they were so happy. Everyone on the team was so happy when we won that game. Yeah. I was so tired. Just like stood. Yeah.
1: Did Did you sit on off any points?
0: Uh, not D, except for the last point. Uh, we played a D, and then we it, I think we went up five six, or something, or 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 we went up four five or something. Like it was a really windy game. Like no mm. one was scoring, and then it was four four, and we were on D, and we scored. So then it was, I was like, think four five, and I was so tired from that point. And then uh, I think Engay was like, Yo, do you, you want to play again? And there was like some other guy, I can't remember who, like, they were also on D, D line. And I'm like, nah, man, like, he's fresh. Like, just put him in. Like, I can't fucking play.
1: Yeah. So
0: he went on the last point, and then I think we schooled.
1: Um. So, one thing I also can't ever forget about is the shotgun method on Tinder. I, I it to yeah. So, well, you, first, would you like to Listen, explain the, spray the shot?
0: Spray method. It's it's all about percentages. I've talked about this on my stream.
1: Yeah. So sorry to interrupt, but if you want to talk about the the method and then kind of why you moved away from it, okay. Yeah. I'd love so to hear that. So
0: the the shotgun or the spray and pay tactic is you just want to. It's about percentages. Like it's also algorithm too. You're a coder. You know all that
1: stuff works. So. If you get one match, it it boosts your boosts your profile to get shown more. At, okay. At, like the start. So if you get two
0: matches, your chances three and then whatever. So like, you know, it's just about swiping the percentage. Even back then, you could uh, you know, you had infinite swipes. They didn't add that until
1: boom, they like boom, started
0: the app you know but, yeah. So you could just swipe. So all you all you could do is like you know if there's I mean, it's gonna sound like so cold blooded, but if there's a person on there that you may not find attractive, but uh, you know, they they might swipe on you. You know, you give them a little swipe, and then maybe it's a match. It boosts boosts the And so it's about percentages. You get the percentage going, and then from there, you kind of just you know, you just message and see which one sticks.
1: Yeah. Shoot your shot.
0: I used the same line. I showed it on my TikTok. <laughs> so, I like I said, I've deleted the app. My, uh, you know, that was like my last video with it. I, I, sh- I, shared my secrets, you know. I can, I can show you the line if you want.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they can. They can go find your your TikTok and they can do that themselves. Yoip TV. Follow them on TikTok. Follow them on Instagram. Follow them on Twitch. Use code Yoip. Yes, sir. <laughs> when you're buying your V bucks, all right. Um but yeah, so like what uh, like I'm also I might I'm on all the dating apps. I'm single. I'm trying I to mingle. Yeah. and Bumble. Yeah, I hinge and bumble out here. But uh I still think Tinder's the best one. Tinder's definitely the easiest one. And then Bumble it's easier for like I
0: had low success rate on Bumble. Yeah. Just the algorithm and like like I had way more matches, way more conversations on Tinder than Bumble. Like Bumble it was like
1: be lucky to get one match a day. Girls seem to people can be a little pickier. I mean I think Tinder was like the big one. Like yeah, Tinder's like didn't put much work into the bumble profile. Yeah. But yeah, so you deleted Tinder. I mean Yeah, deleted it. Gone. Deleted it. Deleted it. It's uh I don't know.
0: There's I have a deeper like theory on why i deleted it i guess it's just it kind of just like objectifies women at those apps it's like because you're just sitting there swiping and, and uh, it's like these people aren't people to yeah. you anymore they're just they're just faces or just they're yeah. just they're just profiles so you're just sitting there swiping it's like almost like i don't want to say the word like too easy but
1: it's like no no it is though because they bring you brings attractive people to you, and I wouldn't say just right. we, like it doesn't objectify women; it objectifies people. It like here's an attractive people. person. Do you like? Here you go. Oh, they like you too. All these ten That's of right. these people, all these people like you. You're so cool. You're so good. All of these like neuro, neurologic exactly. happenings. There's marketing,
0: or the way the app works is like it's insane. They've they've really, I guess figured out the, the, the like the user
1: yeah well, what do people want how do their brains work
0: yeah exactly and I just I just don't think there's any real connection through those apps like you know when I've met girls the very few times you
1: know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Most through real life scenarios or through through college yeah. it wasn't through an app I've actually only
0: met up with one girl from that app
1: good time yeah it was a good time <laughs> nice nice Yeah, actually, I just went on a Hinge date yesterday. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was a a good time. We just hang out. We had a good conversation. We were vibing. Went on a little bike ride. So I think, like, Hinge is probably, like, you got to put in a lot of work. You got to, like... How does Hinge work? uh, So... Door Hinge? Instead of, like, swiping, you... I guess you can like a photo or you can comment on one of their, their... photos or phrases or like guests it's more direct like yeah it's more direct so less matches but hopefully in the end you're finding someone that you can have a conversation with instead of purely on looks but hundred percent you can just like their photo regardless and I mean so I like swiping to technique could work well you you, you press the button you can't swipe so, so you like you like is pre- is a swipe. Uh, but I like to like... For I like to... So usually you can have photos or you can have text of like, guess, true, true, two truths, one lie. I like to go for the text. And then I like to go for the text, yeah. Some, at least the conversation gets rolling. The worst what's is when they line? just like your photo.
0: What's your line?
1: Recently it's been, what's your top five... Like artists, bands. It's quick, simple, but you can really get to know them, their taste in music. Like if, if they say a little Uzi, I'm running over there, throwing a ring on their finger. We're good. We're good. What if they say country, what are you doing? I, They're I, going left. No, I mean They're I actually, left. I started a conversation with a person uh, that said country was their favorite. Oof. And I don't talk to them anymore. (laughs) That's the worst. Hey, well. You know, you. Yeah, I
0: actually unmatched the girl on Tinder
1: when she said that too. You you gravitate towards people you like. And I think that's what Hinge is trying to do. Instead of like, here's all these attractive people. Do you like them or not? Right. But in the end, it's all the same thing. Here's an attractive person. Right to your right like to your cellular. Hello. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's. I think I just don't have time for those apps either anymore.
1: Yeah. Like I've
0: I've become really like focused and all this stuff here. Like there's just there's just no time to be swiping on those apps. It's a better time spent on Instagram. You know, interacting with.
1: For sure. You, you know, mean, you're it's growing your business. Tinder,
0: I'm I'm on Instagram.
1: Growing yeah. yourself, and i I mean, I, I think you just, you got to get on it, you got to experience it, you got to find out, like, if you want to, by all means, it's not, like, if you like it, go do it, but some people... It has worked for some people. Yeah. Well,
0: you liked that day?
1: Did you, was it a good day? Yeah, it was, it was a great day. Got a good conversation. Message, I was messaging her today. Well, uh, we'll, I'll, we'll keep, I'll keep uh, the podcast updated on day two. Keep
0: us, You said you went on a bike
1: ride? Yeah. Is she a biker? She's a she is a biker. She says she biked competitively. I was like, oh damn. Don't show her Cam. Yeah. I, Cam might swoop in. Cam's a very attractive man, <sighs> although he has a girlfriend. So I'm good at the moment. He's I mean, he has For a girlfriend. Now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, life moves on. Life goes on, and just live in the moment. Okay, well, um, another point I have, um, you were a coach at one point, coaching He's juniors. Yeah. I am. Yeah. I'll coach ECI. Yeah, you do, and yeah. I mean, do you, you generally enjoy coaching? I love coaching. Yeah, okay. I
0: love it. I think I'll do it every year, at least for ECI. Mm-hmm. As long as I can, assuming I don't have to move somewhere or whatever, I don't know, something happens, I'd like to,
1: yeah, just, you kind of like live through others when you coach, that's what I
0: love about your teaching, because I, you know, I don't really care for Frisbee anymore, i right. actually kind of pretty boring,
1: but I
0: sort of just use Frisbee as a medium to coach, and to just give them like, you know, I, just, I don't want any kid there, like, you know, because I was... I was kind of, I had a bad mindset when I was in high school up until maybe like grade eleven, grade twelve. So mm-hmm. I just you know, I'm coaching grade nines and tens and I helped coach the A team, which is the grade elevens and twelves with uh the other coach Brent,
1: BJ. Yep. BJ. Your dad yep. knows BJ Oh yeah. yeah. I was just wearing the yeah, Royals. I was wearing uh Corduroy. My dad had the he has the throwback yeah. one and he gave me the corduroy. So I yeah. yeah, yeah. So I uh I just try to
0: instill like good good hard work ethic and just make make the sport fun for them.
1: For, for sure, I coach. And then I also I care a lot about winning. So that's mm-hmm. another like big goal. Like if they if they
0: try to play for ACI, it doesn't matter if they're on the junior team or well before it was like the B team or whatever. Is like I was like I don't give a fuck if you guys are on the junior team or B team. Like we're here to fucking win. And like you're gonna
1: be here for. Let's go. Like, like run faster. Yeah. You're so yakking. Keep moving.
0: Yeah. So. And I think a lot of people like that, but I'm also not as like
1: strict as BJ is with the A team. Okay.
0: Like I'm more like I'm obviously I'm younger than BJ, better looking too, and then uh, <laughs> there's more of a relatable like feeling of, you know, they can be they can have fun on this team and fuck around a bit too because they know
1: like I'm also you know a funny guy and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and they can they can enjoy it too, but also be
0: competitive, which is like the ultimate goal of the junior team.
1: Yeah, have fun, be competitive, and I think be a, be part of a team. All of those are enjoyable. Yep. I think once Ultimate is starting back up, I think I also want to start coaching. I yeah, I want to I want to coach juniors. That one year where I flopped on you. Hey, <laughs> I, I got Dylan, bro. Yeah, you missed out. I pro I definitely missed out because
0: who are you gonna coach?
1: Probably like well, I don't know what I can do. But uh, juniors, so ignite? Probably not ignite. I don't think I'm I'm elite enough there in uh, the coaching world. I don't know. But they don't know
0: what they're talking about over there as coaches. Yeah. That's a whole
1: other story. Yeah, I'll just. Yeah, yeah. Are you gonna
0: slide back here?
1: No, I mean I'm gonna be out here for a while.
0: So who are you gonna coach?
1: Uh, probably well, like Ignite or like the B team or I don't know, but I'm looking for some opportunities looking to like I, I think I would enjoy coaching as well. I like I like um. instilling knowledge and wisdom in other people, Um, you know, giving them if if I see them having a bad experience like I've had or I can just be there for them and attempt to you know, help them get through it. If you have three things, just like the streaming thing, um, what what are what are some tips, some pointers, as a new coach? Patience, number one. Only okay. for all three things, patience, patience, patience. That's
0: one thing I have a lot of respect for teachers. Now I actually said it at my athletic banquet uh, speech. Was I have a lot of respect for teachers because you're dealing with, like, 20-plus kids. Like, these are high school kids. These aren't, like, full-grown adults who have full, like, understanding and concept, of like, knowledge abilities, you know? So, like, you're mm-hmm. dealing with some kids will get it faster and some kids won't, and, like, holy crap, man, it was pissing me off the first year. I was like, dude, how do you not know how to do, like, a Berkeley cut? <laughs> like, i <I've> showed <laughs> it to you. I've shown it to you. It's literally, like, 10-step... And you're still doing this like banana cut. You're cutting right
1: – like you're going right behind. They're you're doing it wrong.
0: I'm like you're not going fully up the line. So like especially after that, I was like like you're going to have to just sit there and just show them the Berkeley cut like over and over and over and over and over again. And you can't get mad about it. Otherwise, they'll feel bad about making a mistake. And then yeah. oof, that just like tanks their coaching – well, I don't – it, it tanks their like coachable, coachable skills – you know, when they feel bad about making a mistake. Like, you don't
1: want them to feel bad that they fucked up. No. Unless it's a super, super crucial error.
0: Then they gotta know they
1: fucked up. Yeah, but it's assume. not about the fuck up. It's about, all right, you fucked up. Don't do it again. Let's right. move forward.
0: So the first thing would be patience. The second thing is, uh, no one will respect you. No one will listen to you as a leader if, if they don't respect you. So you have to have some sort of credibility or knowledge that you're bringing to them and they like they have to respect you otherwise they won't listen so you know there's 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 this one thing i saw is if you're constantly yelling at them that's like your tone of voice then they're not going to listen to you
1: because it just feels like you're yelling all the time Uh so like you actually have to be able to communicate
0: with them so they respect you and that you give them like credible information that you're not just yelling at them for their fuck-ups because then they'll respect you. If they actually see that you're, you're helping them. And then the third thing, what would I say? The third thing would be. Um, I was gonna say have fun, but that just sounds so corny.
1: Yeah, but it's important though.
0: I, I would say, like, manage your goals and expectations. Would probably be a, would probably the third one. Like you gotta know if you're if you're playing like if you're coaching Toro, your whole goal is to win the national championship. Whereas if you're coaching Uproar, your whole goal is to be competitive. While you know realizing like you know Uproar's not gonna win the national championship, so you can't treat them like they're gonna win a national championship.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But you kind of want to still in a way, but you can't be mad like if they, you know what I mean. Yeah. So like the. The type of team you're coaching and type of goals you're going for, you need to adjust your coaching style for that.
1: Yeah. I guess you have to like introduce them to the championship mentality, but like knowing you that's you can't be the, mad at them
0: like if they are fucking up over and over and over like a Berkeley cut, you know, like
1: you yeah. can't
0: get mad. Yeah. So it'll bring it back to the patience thing, but
1: I love coaching. I love coaching. I love Roy.
0: It's also a way to leave a legacy. You live True. through others.
1: Yeah. People remember your name. Oh, it's Coach. such a good
0: feeling to help someone.
1: Yeah, it is. It's kind of it's kind of self rewarding seeing someone succeed and Yeah. It's, it's funny. Like I have I
0: have uh, this kid who who works out with me sometimes on FaceTime. We do the Goggins workout. And this kid's in grade twelve, you know and I coached him two years ago, and he's, like, still doing this stuff, and it's just, like, it's, like, I sit here, and I think, oh, well, I'm, like, would this guy even be doing the Goggins thing if it wasn't for me, you know? I mean, that sounds selfish, but, like,
1: Who knows? the reason he told me he's doing it is because I, I brought it up, and then he's,
0: like, he's willing to work out. And especially, I remember my first year coaching, this kid came up to me, and he was, like, man, you made the season so good. I was so disappointed that I was playing on energy. I thought it was going to be some, like, little dinky shitter team, but, like, you yeah. actually cared, and, like, you know, didn't treat us like we were, you know, little kids or whatever. And I was like, I appreciate that, brother.
1: It feels good because it's like, well, it you didn't even realize at the time, but you changed his experience, made it better. I did. I did. <laughs> yeah, but I look, I definitely look forward to getting into coaching. I don't think my career is done, close to done. But You're just
0: getting started. Ottawa Outlaw
1: Superstar. Hopefully, soon come. I need some highlight reels. Man, I got zero highlight reels last year. Only me getting scored on.
0: <laughs> you got, I, I watched, you You had some burn. You got some burn in there. You got some PT.
1: I did. I played a lot, but I didn't get any, I got like no visibility. Did you
0: right get there. that one D, that one layout D in the end zone or something?
1: It wasn't in the end zone, but I was like, I did get a layout D.
0: It was on the sideline? I can't
1: remember. Yeah, I think it was a sideline. It was on DC that. Breeze. I, can't <laughs> I remember it. that one. Of course. I actually slid into Rowan's DMs. I have a picture of me guarding him. Rowan McDonald. I don't know who that
0: is. That guy is on DC.
1: Yeah, he was on... Uh, he was a 2018 MVP. 20, 2018. Right. Anyways, I was guarding him, and I just wanted to... I don't know, say, hey, what's up? So I sent him a picture of me guarding him. And I'm kind of, like, holding his waist. But I was just like, hey, I was guarding you. You're great. <laughs> <laughs> totally fanboy him. What did he say? Yeah, he said some kind words. I don't think... He didn't follow me back or anything. <laughs> he did not follow me back. But he he said... I don't know if he meant it or not, but he said I was one of the best defenders in the East. That's what he said. I don't know if he meant it. Maybe he's just, oh, as a fan, uh, I don't know. But right, that kind of felt good. A little recognition. Nice. But yeah, it doesn't matter. All you need is highlight tapes. If I'm not laying, laying out over two people, scoring, what does it matter, right? You just want the highlight tapes for what? Just... No, that was kind of that was jokingly like, it sucks because I don't get highlight tapes. I barely get visibility. Like, uh, Klokovich posted the USA versus T S X, like my USA versus T C game. I'm in there for like, zero point four seconds, and, I, I was there, man. I, I caught a long throw and. Okay, all right. I mean, I, I don't know how he makes the edits, if he even got it or not. But man, I have no highlight tapes, and I just think it kind of, to me, it it feels like I'm not getting recognized as a player, which is like, well, I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I'm getting recognized. If I'm doing good, I'm getting better. That's all that should matter, right? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I was gonna say that, but but like again. It, it to me it kind of sucks. It shouldn't matter, but I feel a type of way about it. I think it would be nice to have like people slide in your DMs, send you photos of them playing, and like, yo, you're good, man. And then you're just like, yeah, man, you're good too.
0: So what, you care about the clout?
1: I don't want to care. I don't want to care about it, but I, but I, do. I think I do. I do. I don't want to. I'm gonna keep pushing hard regardless if I get clout or not. I it would be nice if I had clout. I ha, I think I have small clout, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But there's definitely people that have much more clout, and they're just like yeah. But it's it's frisbee. Like was it? Not much clout. Yeah, unless you're Brody it. Smith and you. Right. Yeah, everybody's referencing you. Frisbee, yo, bro! I saw the video. Dude, perfect. Is that what people are saying, "Oh, with Brody." I don't know. Brody's well, just he's probably. He's like a content creator. Yeah, he is. And he, he he also just used like frisbee as a medium for content creator. Yeah, now he does. You did that, I guess, when he started out. He had the intro videos, lessons. Uh, in yeah. one of my physical education classes, I I was supposed to, I was teaching people how to play frisbee, but instead of me saying anything, I just threw on a Brody Smith video. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he thought he told the kids for me <laughs> probably got an a this class was a joke Ugh, oh, school high school
0: i had a dream goggins was in one of my classrooms yeah
1: yeah he came in put on a video of him like running or something <laughs> and uh and walked out <laughs> nice. Stay hard. That was my dream. Sorry. Yeah. That. that. was my dream. That's funny. The, the
0: thing, the thing with frisbee though is like, I mean, there's like no cloud. There's no, there's not, there's no like end reward for it. So like, you should just be playing
1: it. Cause, Cause you love like it. it. Yeah. yeah, I do enjoy it. Out of all the sports I've played, I think I've. This is the one that I've enjoyed the most. I do like basketball. Basketball is also really fun. But I didn't put the but you're work not in. you competitive in basketball. Than yeah. Frisbee, right? Plus, I never traveled across like anywhere to just play a game. But, like we went to, we went to what Ohio, and I got a Michigan shirt. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, you love that shirt. I love that shirt. You still have that? I still have it. You wore that to
0: every restaurant we went to
1: a nice That's shirt totally
0: sure you wore.
1: what do you got what do you got right what do you got <laughs> what do you got oh, am i right man. oh
0: man you got bottles you
1: i got was bottles? nervous as i was so nervous i just i was like fuck it i'm gonna try what did you say what'd you say do you have beer? yeah you got bottles what do you, got? you got bottles <laughs> A hundred percent, the waiter was like, Yo, they Yo, they I don't think I should serve they that court, guy.
0: Bro. They, fucking, they were pissed we were going like, to sue
1: them. Yeah. Like, give them whatever. They gave us pizza. Literally
0: everything. Ordered anything we wanted off the menu for free.
1: I mean, I wasn't locked in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were pranking us. No. No, you
0: thought we were pranking you.
1: I don't know, but that was just weird. Like, welcome to your hotel. All right, you guys are locked in there. Yeah, Mikey broke the, uh, they gave him a crowbar through the window. And Mikey yeah. broke the, the lock and the owner of, like, the hotel broke the door. Broke the lock. It's a good door.
0: Yeah, that door to- it took, like, an hour to break that shit.
1: <laughs> oh, but I mean, that's a good story. Yeah, I know. You guys wouldn't shut up about it, Ben. Always, what do you got? What do you got? I, you know what's what another one got? of my favorite stories? Yeah, which one? I thought you'd be faster. Oh, yeah. Every, <laughs> everybody says that. What the fuck? I thought you'd be faster. Yeah. In the end, I guess it kind of turned out, but yeah. That was a good joke. And it just, I would hear from people that I didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I
0: love that one.
1: Ells. You should
0: tell on the grass that story.
1: The grass? Okay, so I think I mentioned that I didn't make like Team Canada a couple of times. So this is like my first Team Canada tryout. Kind of new to Frisbee, two or three years in. And I guess we were doing races, and I'm not that fast. Apparently, this guy thought I was, he thought I was faster. Anyways, you know, at the end of the tryout, so we did the races close to the end, and then after the tryout, I was like, hey, how's it going? What do you think about, you know, i is there anything I could work on? Yeah, well, I i thought you'd be faster. Uh <laughs> He's getting your throws up. He said it. you said it, he said it very quickly. I didn't think it was that big of a deal, but he for the said, next three years of my life, I thought you'd I be said, faster. He said, he said,
0: I gotta be honest. When I saw you in that forty-yard dash, man, I thought you'd be faster.
1: Okay, but he didn't say that. There's no <laughs> way he he did not say it that slow to laugh though. When I heard that. Yeah. Why? Well, because
0: that's torture. L-
1: you oh, made the L- team L- eventually. Eventually. There you go. I didn't do it and then I, kept, I persisted. I broke a toe at the next one. Oh fuck. <laughs> and then uh turned out decently. Fuck. I forgot. I remember you broke the toe. That was all annoying because I broke it playing league the first time. Like months before. That's a trap. And i was just I was made I made a Berkeley cut. And then there goes the toe. <laughs> they're all popping off one by one. Huh? Yeah.
0: Those Berkeley cuts, man, will get ya.
1: hmm Don't do Berkeley's. Because they to coach you. Do your bananas. <laughs> banana, banana split. Banana split. <laughs> cool. Well, I mean, I. At the moment, I think we've talked about everything I really want to talk about. I think it's a good conversation. Is there any last words you'd like to say for this hour-long convo? Not many. Just uh, get on, get
0: on the On the Grass podcast. Get
1: on it. Say less. Stay hard. Keep fighting every day. You got to keep fighting and do what you want. Do what you love. Fantastic. I love that.
0: Thanks for having me on the show too.
1: Shout out On the Grass. Oh yeah. Oh. 100%. Just funny. You were talking about like coaching. And then, you, Mr. BBC said the exact same things. Really? Said the same things. It's like, you can live through another, like, other Let's people. He knows. He knows. He's, he's, he's coached. He's also been on the podcast, so. What? That, what? The epi will be coming out.
0: I didn't see that one. No, I
1: haven't posted it yet. Oh, I, got okay. hey, I got some epis. I got some epis.
0: ex-BBC, okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Ottawa nice. in the summer.
0: Nice. Love that
1: love you. Yeah, I love you too, man. Good times. Good times, GT. I love GT. I love
0: spectating the
1: finals. I love sitting on the bench. (laughs) Yo, remember when Benny Leung,
0: he roofed you? This guy, Benny Leung, roofs Brayden in the game? No one, he
1: roots him, and then we're getting stuff out the trunk, it's pouring rain, this guy, Brayden, goes on my head top,
0: and slams the, slams the trunk on Brayden's head, just to get
1: him again. Yeah, I've been feeling kind of, kind of loosey after that, a little crazy, lost a couple brain cells, but, I'm here, we're good. You scored Yoipi. Don't forget. Sir. Sir. All right, well. Uh-